Are you recording? Recording. I'm recording too. Um, you know what's funny about that whole Lion King thing? What? Is I remember when it was announced that Disney was doing a live action remake or quote unquote live action remake of the Lion King. Most of the internet hated the idea. Lion King, don't touch it. It's all terrible. It's sacred. Blah, blah, Disney shouldn't have been. This is before Disney had, because they made this announcement a while ago. So this is pre Jungle Book. This is pre Beauty and the Beast. And so a lot of the internet, most of the internet hated it. Oh, yeah. Everybody was so mad. So mad yeah, about it. Everybody was so mad about it. And now years later, everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. It was like in 2019 <laughs> posting mad memes. And I'm like, right? all I want to do is post another meme like you in 2017. Mm. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new podcast titled The Nerdy Bunch Report. You've heard that name before, but this is a new structure. Now it will be the replacement title for our news podcast because that's what it is, a report of what's just happened and what's coming up this week in the Nerdy Bunch and the nerd sphere, so to speak. My name is English Dave, your weekly host, here with my co-host, Raven. What's up, Raven? What up, Dave? How are you today? good a little under the weather so i'm gonna sound extra nasally today and a little extra raspy but uh i'm doing all right we're gonna start off with a weekend movie box office from november 30th to december 2nd at number one the thanksgiving winner once again take the first spot in its second weekend ralph breaks the internet it was a slow uh, movie weekend this past week this is usual the weekend after thanksgiving is usually slower so number one came in with 25 million dollars giving ralph on its second weekend a total of 119 million dollars that's very good for this film strong raven i haven't seen it yet have you i was just about to say this is maybe one of the first times in my life that i'm looking at a top 10 wanting to see more than half of them and haven't <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I want to see Ralph Fitzgerald so bad. I love the first one. The first one is one of fantastic. my favorite animated movies of all time. I'm glad it's doing really well because the first one didn't do as well as it should have. Didn't get much recognition, but now everyone knows about it. So the sequel is doing well. I hear it's good. At number two, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch made $17 million on its fourth weekend. So the kids' movies have ruled the weekend this weekend. I hear this is fun for kids, but nothing that grown-ups will, will really dig into. That's whack. Uh, Jim Carrey was still the best. It is still the best. I feel like everyone uh, our age loves that. <laughs> loves the Jim Carrey <laughs> It's so ridiculous. But Jim Carrey as the Grinch is just perfect. No one cares about the movie itself. I could just and watch Jim also, Carrey be the Grinch forever. Speaking of Jim Carrey and Dr. Seuss, another overlooked film, um, Horton Hears a Who. I love that movie. Great movie. Jim Carrey again. I think we saw that one together. Dr. Seuss. Yes, he did. Wow, We're in the dorms back in school. Uh, yeah. Number three, Creed Two. Yes, a movie that both of you, both of us, haven't seen. On its second weekend, making sixteen million dollars. You didn't for, even see a screening. I know, no, I know. I have free tickets to it that I can go anytime as well, which is ridiculous. Did you give uh, me those tickets? I did. I think. I hope so. I'm gonna find those tickets. Damn, oh, I don't even have to pay for it. Why have I not seen this movie? <laughs> what is wrong right. with us? <laughs> we we are ridiculous. Um, I just like missed at, two weeks of my life. Where have I been? <laughs> at number four on its third weekend, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is the second film in the prequel series of the Harry Potter films, 
<laughs> made $11 million this weekend for a total of $134 million. I don't think that's very good because its budget is reportedly $200 million. Three, three weeks in, you haven't made your budget back. Uh, I don't know. For this kind Ooh. of movie, these are big budget movies. I don't know. Uh, it's not that's looking tough. good. Fans of Harry Potter. And it's not It's not getting good reviews. People aren't loving it. Um, I started to see a little bit of the first movie. It's okay, but I think it's that if you're a fan of Harry Potter, even though you love the world, I don't like the lead, the lead actor. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a very almost jarring transition. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> um, at number five, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rami Malek. Uh, I heard that was really good. I've I heard, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've heard mixed things. I've heard that it's good, good music, but I think that I've heard that it's afraid to really get into the reality of of things. Yeah, know? I heard it doesn't go as deep as it should. Yeah. Like, I, I, you're right. Like, so... Especially in this day and age, you know, where we, we should be able to kind of address these things. Yeah, you I know? heard that people, like, loved it and enjoyed it, but I think people did get caught up in the music because there was a, a lot of people that... Well, people argued that they didn't go deep enough into the whole sexuality thing and, and some of It's not like it was a secret. We all knew about it, so why shy yeah. from it? And again, in this day and age where these are the kind of things that because he became a gay icon, right? Yeah. Mercury. And so like so why not address it from again, we're talking about this one point of view of having not seen the film, so I don't know how much it's addressed, but I yeah. hear that it's not addressed as much as it could have been. Uh, you know. True. I haven't seen it, but I do want to. I also yeah, so just do don't I. know if it's the kind of movie I'd see in a theater, though. No, I might wait till it's on um, Like, um, once um, it's on streaming or available yeah. uh, on demand, I'll probably check it out. Yeah. And to round out the rest of the top 10, at number six, Instant Family. At number seven, the only new movie of the week, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Never heard of it. Probably don't care. At number eight, Robin Hood. Terrible, 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 terrible movie. Terrible, ha! terrible movie. Paris wanted like, to see that movie. I'm so glad now. Like, terrible, like, terrible movie. Like, ass. Like, terrible <laughs> movie. It's so bad. With good actors in it, though. But it's so bad. Like, Jamie Foxx, what were you doing in this? Like, his accent is weird. Koki and I saw it, and we just were like, what? He's, they took, like, Ben Mendelsohn from Ready Player One and put him in this film. It's the same character. He even wears the same suits. So apparently it's set in the past, but they wear suits from the present and they wear like hoodies and beanies. It's it's all over the place. It's a mess. Raven, it's bad. Like it's <laughs> like it's bad. Like it's so bad. I can't even like how do you mess up Robin Hood? It got a 16% on that. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. People gave it one star and said it should get less. Damn. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's so bad. And at number nine, we have Widows, which I haven't seen and not enough people are seeing. I need to watch this movie. I hear it's good. And at number 10, Green Book, which I saw. And we did a spoiler-free review. Carlos and I did a spoiler-free review for this movie. I'll tell you, I enjoyed Green Book. I think people, more people should watch it. It's great chemistry with the actors. And that's it for the weekend box office. And uh, later on in the podcast, we'll be mentioning what com- what's coming out this week. Spoiler alert, nothing major is coming out this week in theaters, so... Okay, Raven, time for the weekly news. Give the nerdies the news headlines that we're going to be talking about today. Tom Hanks is in talks to play Geppetto in Disney's live-action Pinocchio movie. Adult Swim is developing a Blade Runner anime series. Netflix officially cancels Marvel's Daredevil. 
And Sylvester Stallone says Creed 2 is his last Rocky movie. We'll see about that. Out of those news items, which one do you want to talk about first? Which one popped out to you the most? Which one are you most opinionated about, positive and or negative? Well, I'll say the first piece of news just because it came up first. And uh, I thought about it first. Tom Hanks playing Geppetto in Disney's live-action Pinocchio movie. I think it's just perfect casting. I think Tom Hanks is such an adorable old man now. And I feel like Geppetto is an adorable old man. And the two of them together, I think it's perfect. I think Tom Hanks should play every old man character, every sweet old man character. We, we saw the first picture of him a couple of weeks ago as, what's his name? Um, Mr. Rogers. Yes, he yeah. is Mr. Rogers too. Oh, he's just a perfect like. That's what I'm saying. So like the old man. I yeah. love what he's doing as an old man. Right. It's like all of these movies waited for Tom Hanks to be an old man for yeah. them to be made. Right. I can see. I think he's perfect as in terms of Disney's version of Geppetto. Um, I don't know. The, I don't know the true story of Pinocchio. You know, like the actual actual I story. I have no idea. Like was Geppetto like a nice old man or was he like a mean old man? You know, because I could, I could even see t- um, Tom Hanks playing like an evil old man but it's like he starts off nice and yeah. then become like i want to see tom hanks do that like he is absolutely perfect for geppetto and in terms of how we visualize geppetto a live action version of him i think he can really bring that emotion you know he wishes upon the star for his he just wants a baby boy and he has to build this little puppet and he mm. builds it and he's like please if only i could have a real boy and you're gonna well, the cry worst thing that i hate about all these remakes <laughs> man when we were kids I felt like the way that they made movies were just like, kids are stupid, uh, and just like threw things on the screen and like didn't do any type of out of their way to just yank into your heart and rip on that shit. Yeah. Because I felt like, you know, like movies when we were kids, it was like they would touch on certain subjects, but it wouldn't go deep enough or they wouldn't let you sit in that moment long enough. You know, there was some type of comic relief. Yeah. There was some type of funny moment or they would cut or, you know, it was always, or something was implied but not shown. I feel like now, this day and age, because movies are so realistic and because we ask for so much more from a movie, you know, we we want that realistic touch. Mm. Because of that, now it's like the remakes of these movies are just going to kill us. Like, you know, <laughs> Mufasa dying was hard enough. In 2D. You know, in 2D. It was. It was hard <laughs> enough. That was traumatizing for a lot of us, you know? It's like, for some kids... Growing up, Mufasa is the only dad they had, you know? Yeah. So watching him die is, is really traumatic for us. And, um, you know, I feel like watching Pinocchio, the movie, in 2D, has it's never really... Pinocchio's scary. What'd you say? Pinocchio is actually scary. Yeah, not only is it scary, but also, like, I've never really looked at it as a father oh okay wanting a child geppetto is kind of personal his personal journey you know yeah that's deep and they they don't show that in the movie you don't you don't think about it it's just i mean it's, it's their subtext about. it's it's their subtext like if you know yeah. it's, it's it is there exactly if you think about it but you know it's subtext it's not thrown in your face whereas i feel like this movie they're gonna be like ah, oh, this parent can't have a kid you know, this kid can't stop lying. <laughs> we have Tom Hanks. Let's use him yeah, as an actor. Exactly. He has a kid, but he does dumb shit and can't stop lying. <laughs> you know, which is actually really, really realistic having a pathological liar for a son. A parent who wants a child so much that he makes a wooden doll, wishes for it to come to life. It comes to life 
and then that doll goes missing. Yeah, exactly. From Geppetto's point of view, right? Exactly. Like, ugh. You know? I don't want to feel that. <laughs> I just want to laugh at the dumbass wooden doll that can't stop lying. You know, that's that's what I want to see. You know, it's very different now, these damn movies. So I'm interested to see this movie. But also it's the worst because Tom Hanks as Geppetto, if it was anybody else, you know, they probably wouldn't no. sell it as much. No. But we're going to feel it. We're going to feel it. It's Tom Hanks. Of course. I'm wondering now because like, I always found Pinocchio to be a very scary movie, especially like for me as a kid. That's why I never wanted to smoke cigarettes and cigars and stuff. And for a long time, I didn't drink beer. I didn't drink beer till like my mid-twenties. And like because of Pinocchio. Because I thought it would turn into a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, those transformations were scary. Like that True. scene where the boy changes and it cuts away. Like he's, I don't want it to go. Like, ah, ah, and he starts like he hawing like a donkey. Yeah. And then you see the shadow of his hands turning into hooves. Funny enough, I really didn't watch Pinocchio that much. Now that you're talking about it, like it almost gave me chills. I realized I was scared of Pinocchio. That shit scared the hell out of me, yo. (laughs) It's so scary. I ain't watched that shit. (laughs) And he starts changing. It would come on and I'd be like, no, I'm good. And then he grew the tail and grew the ears and he started getting scared. Wasn't there like a whale in that shit too? Yeah, they get eaten by a whale. Right, goddamn. Yeah. It's just, it's an epic movie. You know what's funny too? The one that I remember the most is the one with uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what was that? Good was it called Pinocchio? JTT. I never saw it, but I knew of it. Dude, that was like, that was my shit. I thought it was so good. And it was the same thing where I had rewatched it. I was like, this shit is sad as hell. It was one of those <laughs> movies when I was younger, I used to come to America all the time. Because mm-hmm. my family's here, we used to come for Christmas or summer. And what would always happen is, towards the end of the holiday because nothing TV there's no TV shows in the summer right it, but they would market the stuff that's coming in the fall in the summer so I'd see all the trailers for every all the cool stuff that I'm never going to watch going back to England I'd be so mad and so that's why I remember this because I'd see the trailer for mm-hmm. it but these kind of shows never came to England or movies never came to England um, yeah what do you guys think of Tom Hanks playing Geppetto in a Disney live action Pinocchio movie what do you guys think of a Disney live action Pinocchio movie if you don't like it, you can shut your mouth because I think Disney's been um, doing a great job of their live action remakes, quote unquote live action, because like we mentioned, Lion King, what do you call that live action photorealistic? It's still CGI, still animation, but uh, to look live action. So let us know what you think. Info at thenerdybunch.com or find us on social media at the Nerdy Bunch. Next piece of news, another animation piece of news. Blade Runner, Raven, we love that series. We love the original. We also like Blade Runner 2049. We're getting a 13 episode series called Black Lotus. And it'll be set in between Blade Runner 2049 and the original 1982 classic. Uh, We don't know much about it. All we know that it will be set in 2032. And uh, it will feature some characters familiar from the universe. So, are you excited? What do you think of seeing more Blade Runner, but this time in anime form? I'm excited about it because I think something as large as the world of Blade Runner should be explored in series format. Um, I do feel that the concepts behind Blade Runner um, can be so complex, and it's a lot to kind of condense into a film, which is why the films are kind of... Even though they're really good, they're also kind of like, it's, it's almost like a lot of information to your brain kind of just like shuts down and you're like, what? And you kind of like flatline. 
And it's just like either at that moment, you're like, all right, I'm into it or you're just really tired, you know? So I feel like um, 30 minute episodes or, you know, an hour episode where it exists within the world, but it deals with a small faction of, you know, or one tiny part of the whole that is Blade Runner. I think that'd be dope, you know, because if you think about it, even um, just the opening, how they, you know, what is it, Terrell Corp, how it breaks down the whole Terrell Corp, um, you know, created androids, whatever, that whole thing. That's a lot of information to take in. It's in like 30 seconds. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. Here you are. Now you're in this movie, you know? So I feel like you know, each paragraph almost in that opening could have been its own episode. And I do like that. We saw the mini series that they released a couple of months ago, and those are really dope. And because of that, I think them having an anime series now is a, is a great idea because I don't think a lot of people really understand yeah. Blade Runner. Like one of the, one of the <laughs> shorts was an anime short itself. I think two of them were live action. One of the live action ones focused on Dave Bautista's character and actually made me appreciate his character more in the full film. Because in the full film, I think it's underused. And I, I think I understand your point where a lot of people are put off by these films because there's a lot of information. I think with sci-fi stories, the one of the pros and cons is that you're talking about the effects of a change in the world, but you have to kind of show that change. But change, certain change isn't, instant it's a gradual product of so many things that's happened over the years that created the world where this exists now where this has mm. become the norm and if you don't explain it you get stuck with the audience feeling like well if this then this you yes, know exactly. well, why didn't you do this why didn't exactly. this why didn't that so you kind of have to explain it you're caught explaining it yes but because of that it's like this is a lot of information it's because yeah. like tough. little things like blade runner has super crazy tech but they don't use cell phones like that but then in one of the shorts it explains that something happened that shut down a lot of the communications and that's why certain tech isn't used and so there's a whole bunch of stuff that you need to know about to really understand the whole story and it reminds you of stuff like altered carbon where you have to yeah. understand what's like what's happened this story is told over hundreds of years granted the directors we've had did an amazing job of making a really good film but at the same time the story deserves more exactly the story itself because it's a big world and it needs to to really need it to breathe and really and it's also gritty too so i think that it's good it's what is it going to be on is it adult swim yeah adult swim an anime too so it's going to be good exactly so they can go there you know really and i feel like it. that's great because they don't have to hold back you know for budget reasons you know being live action because it's a very high budget yeah. film so i'm excited about this are you guys anime fans raven and i spoke about anime not too recently talk about how certain anime is bringing us back into it we, uh, mm -hmm. we're anime appreciators we don't watch yeah. everything but we do there's a couple of stuff we appreciate raven once again i'm going to push you to watch um attack on titan it's really good i want to i'm not opposed i think i watched like halfway through season yeah. one when it first came out yeah. it takes a while to get into ago. it but because it's a lot of world building but I think once you're in it, it's really good. After a sensational third season, everyone was surprised. I don't know why. But most people are surprised that Netflix officially canceled Marvel's Daredevil. Um, Raven, let's talk about this. A lot of people thought that this was Disney doing the cancellation and kind of got mad at Disney. And I understand why people got mad, but they were kind of pushing it at the wrong place. To the point where when I announced earlier on, oh, I didn't even put this on the news. The official title for the Scarlet Witch set Disney series is titled 
Vision and the Scarlet Witch, meaning Paul Bettany will be in it too. Ah, that's awesome. Right? A lot of people were like, what? You give us this and Disney can- and you cancel Daredevil? Bullshit. I was like, no, Disney didn't do the cancellation. But they're the same people that complain that Black Widow didn't have her own movie. <laughs> so, like, shut up, bro. Like, shut your mouth. So I wanted to let people know it's it's okay to be upset and angry, but direct your anger in the right place. This was Netflix's decision, not Marvel or Disney's. Uh, Marvel, Disney, Disney just can't do anything about. They can't. It. They can't force Netflix. Netflix <laughs> was paying for it, but Marvel was making it. And um, Netflix, knowing that Disney is coming up with their own streaming service next year, essentially a competitor, decided we're not going to be we're not going to continue paying for content that markets the brand of our competitor. Because at the end of the day, Marvel is, is a brand, right? The Marvel brand is powerful. So everything that's put out there is Marvel only serves to enhance the brand. So if Netflix is creating a really amazing, dope, dead of a show for Marvel brand on Netflix, you're then promoting the Marvel brand that's only showing on the competitor's platform. So from a business standpoint, I completely understand why Netflix is doing this. Um, it, it is sad, however, like Raven mentioned off podcast, do we do we need a season four of Dead Daredevil? I'm not saying season three wasn't good, but at what point do you stop? Maybe this is where you do stop with someone like this, and then you start off with something new. People don't realize Disney, in purchasing Fox, now own majority shareholding in uh with Hulu. So we know that Disney Plus will be more family friendly. So something like Daredevil couldn't air on Disney Plus, but it doesn't mean. We can't have other shows R-rated of that kind of tone airing on Hulu. Or maybe instead of renewing uh, Luke Cage and Danny Rand, you do joint series. You know, you give us a Heroes for Hire series or something like that. You mix and match. I don't know. I still think, my point is to say, I think there's options. I don't think it's the end of things. And I, I think people need to calm down. Raven, what are your thoughts? You've been seeing all the memes on the internet. Netflix canceling Daredevil. From their perspective, I completely understand why they would. Um, I also think that people need to understand that, like, Disney is unbothered regardless. You know, whether whether it was Disney's decision, whether it was Netflix's decision, whatever is going on on the back end, it doesn't really affect Disney. You know, they still own all of the rights to their show. They still have the money to be able to produce another season if they wanted to. And on top of that, if they wanted to continue the series, not only do they have the money and the resources to do so, they also have the outlets to do so. They have, you know, they own the rights to Hulu. They're making their own Disney Plus. Beyond that, they own multiple networks. They own ABC, you know, was it NBC? They own Fox now. Yeah, ABC or the Fox Networks, ESPN. Exactly. Jesus. I didn't know they own ESPN. That's crazy. So either way, they own all of these different, um, you know, different. Basically, they could put their show anywhere. So this isn't the end in that way. So I think people being upset about, you know, a show being canceled or a, a Disney show or a Marvel show being canceled is just very different than what we are used to. I think them people seeing canceling they assume it's like every other show they've ever had get canceled where it's on a network and it gets canceled and the people behind it can't afford to put it elsewhere you know people have to understand that the people that are backing the show is disney and marvel you know regardless if the show is not on netflix that doesn't mean the end of the show but also what i also have to say to that is you know do we really need another season i don't really know that we need 
more seasons of all the shows that we see. You know, Americans love like 15 yeah. seasons of their shows. You don't need all that. You know, sometimes three, four seasons is enough. Move on to another character. Marvel have so many characters. If we just have eight seasons of the same character, we're never going to get to other characters. So many. You know, I'd love to see a brand new, I'd love to see the resources put into exactly. a new character, a new kind of R-rated character. It's Disney, you know, so at the end of the day, even if we don't see a series, you know, like you said, you know, within the next couple of months, next couple of years from now, that doesn't mean it won't be revisited. And that doesn't mean that there won't be another show with these same characters, but more focused, you know. Sylvester Stallone has announced that Creed 2 was his last appearance in the Rocky movie. Mind you, Raven and I have not seen Creed 2 yet. So I'm curious, does he die in the film and then it's like he's definitely not coming back? Or his character just stay alive and he's just not coming back in future movies? Yeah, I'm curious. I, am curious. I don't think he dies. I don't think he dies because then this announcement wouldn't have been made. I felt the announcement would be obvious. I also feel like there would have been a spoiler in there. Yeah. And it would have been like obvious, like, well, no shit, you're not coming back. You died. Yeah. But then it's also kind of a spoiler for me because I thought he was. You uh, know, I was like, he got true. cancer in the first movie. In a statement on Instagram, he said, I'm going to read it out. I just want to thank everyone around the whole wide world for taking the Rocky family into their hearts for over 40 years. It's been an ultimate privilege to have been able to create and play this meaningful character. Though it breaks my heart, sadly, all things must pass and end. I love you kind of generous people and the most wonderful thing of all is that Rocky will never die because he lives in you. So, um, yeah, you know, he's played Rocky how many times? There were like five original movies and then two Creed films. Seven, six. Six original movies, yeah, six original movies and two Creed films. Yeah. So that's eight times he's played the character of Rocky. So I think that's probably seven times more than he ever thought he would. Very true. Play the character. <laughs> <laughs> At least that. You know? And... You know, this character was a was a was was a passion for him. Like we we could do a whole podcast, Raven, on you know how Stallone came to be Rocky and where he took the character. And I think One you of know, inspirational stories of him. It, it is. As a I think filmmaker, it was very like wow. Stallone's story of how he like came to be who he is now, or like came to make the Rocky movie, is crazy. You know, I realized the other day when we were researching for our um, Back to the Future podcast on Rocky Four. Check that out on the podcast is up right now. Shameless plug. He did that original Rocky when he was 30. 30? Yeah. Wow. That was the first was 30 Rocky. years old in that movie. Yeah, he was 30. He so young. Yeah. Now, like, 40 years later, he just finished his eighth appearance as the character. That's crazy. <laughs> so, Raven, as, as a fan of the Rocky character and the franchise, what do you think of him hanging up his gloves, so to speak, officially? I don't think it's going to happen. Stallone loves his sequels. Like, I don't... You know, like... I heard he's trying to make another Rambo. They're filming it right now. But exactly. I think it's the final Rambo. But that's Rambo and Rocky, two different characters. I know they're different, but I feel like Rambo was the last Rambo, the last one we saw. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, like, every last movie was the last movie. Even Expendables, there was only supposed to be one. I will say this with Rocky, though. I think this is all, part of this is also giving breathing room to Creed to beat something. Like, there's no Man, replacement. There's no I replacement Rambo. I think that it'll be cool, but at the same time... I think at bare minimum, if he does make an appearance, then he'll give himself an actual farewell in the movie. Yeah. Again, we haven't seen Creed 2. Maybe he does have some kind of farewell. Like some kind, either dies or doesn't die, but there's some kind of farewell to it. I don't know. Because um, listeners could be shouting at us, duh, in the movie, there's a farewell. Idiots. True. <laughs> and that makes sense. 
But I, I, think, but I do think this makes more sense than Rambo because, again, there's nobody taking the mantle for Rambo. Whereas True. Creed is taking up that mantle, right? So it's like, let them be its own thing. It's passing on the torch to the new generation and they're going to take up the torch. As the old generation, you should know when to kind of step back. And I think that's what's happening with Creed. Whereas with Rambo, he's like, this new generation isn't doing shit with action films. I have to come and do it again and show them how it's done. <laughs> that's, that's the difference yeah, there. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, what do you guys think? Are you guys fans of the Rocky franchise? Do you think Stallone should come back for Creed? Or do you think the old man should put his gloves down and let the young whippersnappers take charge? Let us know. Info at thenerdybunch.com. And now for our quick fire pieces of news. These are the pieces of news that we either don't really have much to say about or really don't give a shit. Um, first piece of news, Chris Evans has announced, he was he announced a couple of weeks ago that he was excited to be done with the character of Captain America, thankful to all his fans for the last 10 years, blah, blah, blah. But in an interview recently, co-director Joe Russo said, and I quote, I think it was more emotional for him than it was for us, only because he's not done yet. And I won't explain what that means, but the audience will soon understand what I'm talking about. Raven and I put this a quick fire round because that means a lot and we could say a lot and this podcast would be three hours long. <laughs> but what the hell are you guys doing to us? So it's Chris so Evans in it or that, not. We're gonna save you all that very long <laughs> tangent. Yes. Because that could be a whole separate podcast. Let us know what you think. Info at the nerdybunch.com. What does this mean? Is Chris Evans in it or not? Info at the nerdybunch. Now I'm thinking he's stuck in some dimension or some shit. Or he's is he the new? Is it. he the new Jarvis? Like he's not in it, but his voice is going to be in. in oh, it. I don't damn. know. <laughs> There's so many options. All right, Dave. We got to move along. We can't do this. <laughs> We're going to be stuck here all day. Um, other superhero news in in their quest to be the the first. And don't give a shit news. Next up. Well, in some things it, it matters. No, I care. I care. You're and, right. you know, um, Warner Brothers D DC are developing their next uh, comic book movie, and this is said to focus on the Blue Beetle, aka Jaime Reyes, which is, I think, the second or third iteration of the Blue Beetle. And what makes it significant is that it would make the first Latino superhero film. So, which is good on that front, but unfortunately, it's a DC film, so it's kind of like a maybe on that it's a front. WB. DC film. So it's like the first, yeah, you're being the first, but are you going to be the yeah. first good one? I don't know. Yeah. Let me just spit this out real quick, even though it's Spitfire News. I just, uh, like, I think it's absolutely amazing that there's going to be a Latino superhero movie. I think that that's, that's the best thing ever. But at the same time, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse was a Latino. Yeah. Anyway. Well, he's, he's, he, this is true. But it's I know it's action. animated, but yeah. fine. And regardless... Take what um, you can get, DC. Take what you can get. Exactly. But I'll also say, I feel like DC is going to make it very, very cheesy and go out of their way to keep feeding on the fact, this is Latino. This is Latino. You know, and not actually focus on making a really good movie. And that's what obsessed me about WBDC is that they want all of the... Whatever. Either way, I'm not excited for it Move because along. the studio behind it, not because this isn't great. Maybe we're terrible at moving along. Because it's just, oh, it's going to be so <laughs> shitty. And it's just next, sad. Next quick fire. Next quick fire. God damn it, Dave. Shut up, Raven. Let's move along. Next it's going to be so quick. terrible. <laughs> I can't. I can't keep it in. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. God damn it. Someone fix it. <laughs> fix it in advance. 
Next piece of quickfire round news. Kingsman 3. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago that Queensman. Queensman? Queensman? That should mix the Queens and the Kingsman. The Queensman. There we go. I just created a new franchise. Kingsman 3. We reported that it was going to be a prequel. That's why Taron Edgerton wouldn't be in it. But now, apparently, the Kingsman 3 that we thought was happening is still happening. So there's two movies again. So there's a prequel and Kingsman 3. So Taron Edgerton is going to still be in a Kingsman 3 movie that's still happening. So it's all confusing. I don't know what's going on. We're just getting more Kingsman movies. Also, Rogue One prequel. We talked about the fact that there's a series happening uh, for Disney+. Plus. Now we just found out that the Americans' producer will be the showrunner. Raven, the Americans, we need to catch up on this show because it's so good. So it makes me excited for this one because the Americans is one of the best shows none of us are watching. Finally, yes. another more Star Wars news. Star Wars series The Mandalorian adds Nick Nolte in an undisclosed role. I think this is great. This adds more precedence to the series. John Favreau is directing all 10 episodes and each rumor to cost at least $10 million each. This is Game of Thrones level per episode, Raven. I'm excited about this one. So it's got good star power. Coming up this week, there's no new major releases in theaters. Netflix, they're releasing their Jungle Book movie directed by Andy Serkis. I don't know why. It looks like a cheap follow-up to Disney's film. This is actually coming out. Travis and I are going to be checking it out, so look out for that this week. We'll be doing a spoiler-free review. Uh, video games this week on PS4, Xbox, and PC, Just Cause 4. If you guys want to do Crazy Mayhem, that's released this week. But if you want even crazier mayhem, Switch owners, you've been waiting for this since the Switch was released. Smash Brothers Ultimate. The Ultimate Smash Brothers. Every character. I've already pre-ordered mine. I have my like... computer nerd friends ruined that game series for me. <laughs> I don't even like playing no more. Whatever. I'm making your girl get it. And it's going to be she amazing. She get it. I ain't playing. We're going to play Smash Brothers. And I'm Y'all excited. Have fun. I don't like it. My ass beat. <laughs> this is no fun. People be um, having 100 hit combos now. Like, what is the point? Most of us on the Nerdy Bunch have switches. Uh, Chris, Travis, myself, Rodney, Koki. Uh, who else? Oh, even Coop has one. We all have switches. So we're all going to be playing this game. If you guys have switches, let us know. Send us your friend codes. Info at thenerdybunch.com. We'll get some smashing online. I can't wait. I'm excited. Raven, I'm bringing Mario Party over today. Are you excited? Please, Mario Word. Party. Yes, I'm excited too. And that's it for yeah, the Nerdy Bunch. we got Crash Bandicoot and we got Donkey Kong. Nice. Ooh, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, we're going to nice. have a fun day. That's it, guys, for the Nerdy <laughs> Report this week. Thank you guys for listening. If you got any of the news items stood out to you, if you have any opinions, find us on social media at The Nerdy Bunch. We'd like to hear your thoughts. Or you can email us, email us info at thenerdybunch.com. Follow all of us. Um, this week we have a bunch of stuff coming out. We have some competitions. We're going to be giving away tickets to Bumblebee. So check out our other podcast this week. We'll probably give one away on Back to the Feature this week. So listen to that. We'll be talking about Die Hard. Also, look out for our podcast, Bunch of Trailers. Travis and I will be talking about the most recent trailers. The Otaku's Lounge, the guys will be talking about anime this week, as always. Look out for everything. Oh, Carlos and I, we have a rooftop talk. It was recorded a couple of weeks ago. It was never released. That's going to be released this week, where we talk about twin movies. That's where similar movies are released around the same time, such as Ants and A Bug's Life. We talk about the impact they had on each other and the time they were released. So check out it's all so our podcasts. how that happens. I know, right? Maybe I will check out that podcast. You should. You should. We talk about how it's happened over the history of film itself. It's happened more times than you realize. Sometimes we're good. Sometimes we're bad. Sometimes it's right in the middle. So listen out for that this week. Every weekday, Monday to Friday, guys, we release a podcast. We are hardworking. That's how we roll. Raven, thank you, as always, for being on this podcast. 
Thank you, Dave. Thank you guys for listening. My name is English Dave, and this has been a nerdy report. And as always, guys, keep it nerdy. <laughs>